Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Thank you for joining us for episode number nine of Positively Dad. I'm your host, James Shaw. I'm a dad. My wife and I are the proud parents of a wonderful first grader. Her name's Naomi. She actually joins us for every podcast. She'll do the kids' corner at the very end. So I encourage you to listen all the way through because, quite frankly, most people say the kids' corner is their favorite part. I'm very, very excited about uh, you joining us for this podcast today. The goal through Positively Dad is this. You know, when I became a dad seven years ago, there weren't a lot of resources, and there still aren't, right? Uh, Most of the parenting resources that you find out there are for moms. The magazines are for moms. The stuff you find on social media are for moms, and and dads are kind of pushed off to the side. And so I thought, well, what could, could we do to help, you know, me be a great dad and help other dads, and that's why we started Positively Dad. We're having conversations that uh, dads uh, should listen to, seek value in, and and maybe even use to become better partners, better parents, better fathers, better people. And so uh, I just I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join us. And if you would, would you mind reviewing us on whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, you know, Google, wherever you're finding us, any kind of review would be awesome. And we love your feedback as well. You can always get in contact with me at james at positivelydad.com. And then we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Positively Dad. And so if you'd follow us, that would be great. We'd love to share content with you, articles that we see. We do a blog on our website as well. We'll post those things. We share quotes and on Sundays, you know, all sorts of different things. So it'd be great to have you join us. Today, we're going to talk about something you've probably never talked about before, because no one's talking about this. A large segment of moms go through postpartum depression. It's, it's well documented. And in fact, in recent years, there's been a lot of research on it. Doctors have done a great job of checking in with moms and helping them go through that. And it's, it's quite frankly, because their body is going through a lot of changes and that might lead to some chemical things that go on, which will cause some depression. What no one's talked about is that dads can get postpartum depression too. Now, the reasoning is very different and yet it's still very common. In fact, there was a study done at Indiana University School of Medicine where the researchers found out that postpartum depression can be just as likely in dads as it is in moms. And today, that's what we're going to look at. Today, we have the author of that study joining us. Her name's Dr. Erica Chang, and she is Uh, an assistant professor of pediatrics at the Indiana University School of Medicine, and she's going to walk through the findings and what that means for us. So I'm excited to have her on as we talk about something that you probably never talked about before. Dr. Chang, thanks so much for joining us on Positively Dad. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, so when when I looked at this and saw it, I thought, wait a minute, we have never talked about postpartum depression for dads. This has always been a mom issue. And your research is saying it's a lot more than that. Yeah, I think, you know, um, there are studies suggested that suggest that becoming a dad might increase men's risk for depression. But you're absolutely right. We definitely don't know nearly as much about depression in dads as we do about depression in moms. Uh, the study that we conducted um, found that depression in new fathers in our sample is almost as common as it was in mothers. 
So I think the fact that new dads are experiencing this and so many new dads are experiencing this is pretty significant because depression can have a lot of consequences for kids if left untreated. Absolutely. And I'm sure that those findings, I imagine those findings surprised you that it was almost just as common for dads as it was for moms. That was what was surprising about this study. I think there are other prevalence, there are other studies in the literature that shows that the prevalence of depression in men during both pregnancy and postpartum, um, the rates are double what the rates are in the adult male population in general, but they typically tend to be lower than maternal postpartum depression rates. And so our study found that the rates, the overall rates were low, but they were similar between moms and dads. And you're right, that is what surprised us. So this has an impact on the whole family. I mean, not even just, you know, after your baby's born, the entire process of a pregnancy, there can be a lot going on. I imagine depression for mom or dad or both would have a pretty big impact. Absolutely. I think, too, it's important to realize um, that one of the strongest predictors of paternal depression or depression in dads and vice versa, depression in moms, is if the partner is depressed. And so these sorts of um, the relationship is really important. And if one partner is depressed, it definitely affects the other partner and increases their risk of depression. But externally, in, in terms of the consequences for the family, it has major ramifications for the whole family unit and how the family is functioning, whether or not they're thriving. And that period of postpartum is, a, I mean, it's a really difficult period for lots of families. We don't have a lot of support in this country for families. It's a stressful time. Um, and so I think, you know, the fact that we shouldn't be surprised that it affects both parents um, and not just not just mom. Yeah, we, we had a podcast episode with a professor from Ball State one time who came on and talked about just the lack of of paid leave after mm-hmm. childbirth, not even just for mom for dad, for everybody and the impact that has. I mean, I imagine that even the stress of how are we paying the bills, you know. How are we going to make things where all that kind of stuff can add to some of this? Right. I mean, I think having a, a child is a stressful event for everybody. And we shouldn't think that it affects, um, you know, there are hormonal changes that happen in women that don't happen in men after childbirth. Absolutely. But I tell the story, I, I have a two-year-old. I'm 36 weeks pregnant right now. I 100% expect my husband to be an equal partner in and everything that happens after the after the baby's born and in raising our toddler and he is and so everything that's stressful that happens in in those moments of child rearing happens to both of us and he has to battle with a lot of stressors from his work as well because you're right he doesn't have paternal leave um you know we don't have a lot of support policies for parents in place in this country, unfortunately. And so these sorts of stressful situations, I think it's, it's, we've always talked about moms being vulnerable, but I think, you know, dads are, dads are vulnerable too. And here you are, you guys have, I mean, I imagine that you have a secure career. uh, He does Mm -hmm. as well. You have a nice home Mm -hmm. to live in. Like there's not massive extra stress going on in your world. And yet there's still this expectation Imagine what it's mm-hmm. like if we have someone that's not employed or they are concerned mm-hmm. about housing or something like that, just how that could add to it. And those um, socioeconomic stressors, things like poverty and you know, uh, lower education levels, younger age, all of those things increase the risk for depression in both men and women during this time period. Because you're right, those sorts of resources are a nice buffer um, for, for families that are fortunate enough, but um, you know, it's that's not the case for every family in the United States. 
And of course, it doesn't mean that depression can't impact anyone. I, I don't know if right. you found anything from a from an economic standpoint. Was there any difference, or you know, what did you see there? Anything? So we didn't we didn't look at that. Our clinics. This was um, a small study in a very specific clinic population in Indianapolis that is majority low income, um, Medicaid eligible patients, and so we didn't look. We didn't have enough variability in the patient population to really look at those, to tease apart those factors, but other studies have um, and have found that the rates for depression for men uh, in this time period are higher for those men that, that come from, you know, more um, social, that have more social stressors. Interesting. And so I you, think that's you... what you'd expect. Yeah, I would think so too. You said something about, and congratulations, by the way, on your second child coming. That's very, very exciting. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. And you, you said that you expect your husband to, you know, really be a partner in this, right? And mm -hmm. the the we talked with uh, Kevin Schaefer at BYU on one of our podcasts who had done a study on just the role of dad today and how much that's changed. And it's not just yeah. go make money and come home and be the disciplinarian anymore. It's really, you know, we expect more co-parenting. Is, could yeah. that lead to some of this increase in dad's postpartum depression? So I'm not sure. I think that it, I don't know that there's been an increase per se. I think it's just now it's a topic of conversation that we didn't consider before. Um, but I think that, I think that you're right, that fathers' roles in the lives of their children, fathers are way more engaged now than uh, in the in the sense of, hands-on parenting, I think, than they were 50, 60 years ago. And, um, but I don't know, I can't say whether or not depression rates among men, you know, back in the 50s were high or not. We just didn't talk about it because we just assumed that it was only mom, affecting mom. But I think that, you know, what I was saying before is that any sort of um, stress that I'm facing at home with a newborn that can contribute to my depression, you know, my husband's facing that too. And that's a conversation that we is worth having. Yeah, no kidding. I, so I love what you're saying is that it may have always been like this. We just never checked before. Right. I mean, becoming a parent is stressful. It's full of emotional, economic, social demands, work demands, work-life balance issues. Um, so any parent who faces these challenges while also struggling with things like no sleep and hormonal changes, um, they can be at risk for depression, man or woman. So the what's the challenge then with that? If you have a mom and dad who are suffering depression, what does that mean for their family? Well, so I um, it's you know there are studies that have shown this isn't my direct area of research, but there are studies that show that that kids who grow up with depressed mothers, for example, tend to have more social and behavioral intellectual problems than compared to on an epidemiological scale compared to children who don't grow up with a depressed mother. Fathers, you know, tend to have harsher discipline um, behaviors and things like that if they're depressed. I mean, it, and like I said before, father's depression can influence whether or not mom's depressed. Mom's depression can influence whether or not dad's depressed. So it kind of reverberates through the whole family and it's not, um, you know, it's not helping families function at their best. So what's the what's the answer then if you if you're going to go I mean first of all you know I mean my wife definitely went through some postpartum depression she saw her doctor about mm -hmm. it they worked with her they she was prescribed medication and given things to do and counselors to meet with I mean they worked very heavily with her on that because it it just is what it is and and obviously there are mm -hmm. biological 
changes that may lead to some of that. And so mm -hmm. we're screening for it. We're looking for it. We're talking about mm -hmm. it. So this is not happening with dad. What's the, right. how, how do we know? How, how do we know if dad's going through some of this as well? Because I imagine that, and, and we're talking in a general sense. I imagine that right. generally moms and dads behave differently when they're depressed. Mm -hmm. In other words, their response is to a mom may go one direction where dad goes another. How do we know, number one? And then, you know, what are our solutions? Right. Um, so I think what we know um, in terms of symptoms is that men tend to have more external uh, symptoms of depression, things like anger, sadness, irritability, agitation, where women tend to, and this is just general generalizations, women tend to have more internal symptoms of depression, um, things like sadness and tearfulness and um, sleeplessness. And, and so, you know, for one thing, we need to consider the fact that the way that people present their symptoms of depression could be different for different people, different, different, but for men and women. Um, and the second thing I think that's important for us to realize is that depression in new dads is not uncommon. It's not something that is rare. It's way more common than people think, and it should really be taken seriously. And so dads who are experiencing some of these symptoms, you know, that I was talking about before, like irritability, agitation, anger, they, I don't think that dads should feel like they should hide their feelings. Um, and us talking about it and having a conversation to, to remove some of the stigma is, is really helpful. Um, professional help is, is available and should be something that men can feel like they can seek out without stigma attached. So one thing that you talked about um, in some of the stuff that I read on your study was that um, not a large number of dads are going to follow up appointments after the baby is born, mm -hmm. that mostly moms are going on those appointments. And that I, I'm assuming that that tends to be a place where the doctor is going, hey, by the way, how are you mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. So should dads be going on some of these appointments and then do doctors need to be looking out for that? That's a really good question. It's so hard um, to, you know, to identify the most appropriate setting for screening for postpartum depression. Obviously, women are interfacing with their pediatricians more, uh, with their child's pediatrician more than with their own primary care doctor during this time period. There are so many visits in the first. I mean, I've used, I mean you have kids. You you know, you go to the pediatrician's office all the time with your um, with your baby after they're born, and so pediatricians have been identified as potential. Um, screeners for postpartum depression. There's no reason why the screener couldn't happen for a mom or a dad. Um, I think that also it's important for people who realize that they're struggling um, to, to feel like they can reach out to a receptive person. And so identifying a primary care physician who you can follow up with in this time period is would be great. Um, but men, unfortunately, are notorious for this time period. Men are the least likely to go, you know, men in, of childbearing age, you know, between the ages of 25 and 44, are not very likely to go to the doctor. And so, you know, having people around you um, to support you and talk to you about it and and help you and, and help men realize that professional help is available is really important. What else from this study surprised you? Was there anything else that really stood out to you from from your study? From this study, um, the thing, what was surprising about this study was the fact that the rates were similar for men and women. I think that we anticipated that there would be some depression among fathers based on what other people have found. 
that men, you know, sort of in this postpartum period are more vulnerable to depression than they are in other in other periods of life um, and in the general adult male population. So we anticipated that we'd find some um, depression just from men sitting in the waiting room with their kids in the pediatric office. But the fact that the rates were, some, were, were close to moms, I think, is what jumped out at us as being um, surprising. And it's not something that people have reported on a lot before. Oh, I'm sure that when the research came out, your phone was ringing off the hook. I mean, that people had to be so surprised to see these numbers so close. Mm-hmm. And the number, and that's true. And the rates are overall, the rates are low, lower than what we found. I mean, some some studies of depression in men and in, in during this time period have found rates to be as much as one in four. And so our overall rate was pretty low. But yes, you're right. Again, the fact that um, it seemed like depression was affecting mothers and fathers at similar rates is what is what jumped out at us. Now, I know you're not a psychiatrist, you're not a counselor. You you did the research on this and looked at it as part of your role at, at, at Indiana University, the School of Medicine. And I'm just curious, though, as you've studied it and learned and talked to people, is there advice that you would give to someone at a time that they just, you know, they, they feel like, okay, something's not right? What would you recommend? I would recommend, well... I think the take-home message that we are trying to say is that depression is not, and new deaths is not uncommon. So the first thing I think that men should realize is that they're not alone um, and that this is a serious issue that should be taken seriously. And dads who are experiencing these symptoms of depression shouldn't feel like they need to hide their feelings. There's professional help available um, and from multiple sources that, and people who are willing to help. And that, in turn, will improve the functionality of the, you know, not only is it good for dad's own personal well-being, but for the family and improving how the family is functioning and thriving um, would make, a, it makes a big difference. It's going to help your partner. It's going to help your children. It's going to help everything in your household. If you just right. make a decision to go, you know what, I know something's not right. It's normal right. to do this. This happens all the time. I'm not the mm-hmm. only one. So let, let's go get some help. Exactly. Men shouldn't feel alone in how they're feeling. If they're struggling during this time period, they should know that it's not uncommon. What didn't we talk about, Dr. Chang, that you want to make sure people know as a takeaway as we wrap up? So dads who are depressed tend to be less engaged with their kids overall, which can lead down the road to cognitive and behavioral problems. So that I think is the main concern is that dads tend to get a little, you know, dads who are depressed can be a little detached from their, from their kids, which we know isn't good. Yeah, detachment, especially at that time, right? We we just mm-hmm. even did a a, a study, uh, had a, a, a professor on who had done a study on dads and reading to kids, to young right. kids especially, and how that's very different. It's a very different interaction most of the time than when mom reads to a young child. And again, these right. are generalities, right? These are what trends that the study show. So it's never, mm-hmm. I never want someone to think all moms, all dads, and so on. It's just it no, tends no, no, to be right, this way. right. And and so if dad is, is unattached and isn't engaged and he's gone, because I think you would tend to find that, and as a general rule, men might be more likely to do more work or go out mm-hmm. with the guys or do something like that to get away. And mm-hmm. so that could lead to some detachment. Well, there could be, I mean, that could have a huge impact on your child's development down the line. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Right. Awesome. And it doesn't well, have to, you know, these are not permanent Feel, they, these don't have to be permanent feelings. I mean, there is help available. So. 
That's great. Thank Dr. you Chang, so much I, for being interested in time. this research. Oh, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I mean, I went through, I've read like 18 articles on it already, and I've looked at it. Um, and and the, this, the entire purpose of this podcast is to have conversations we aren't having. And there, when you look in the parenting space, it is 90-10 mom. Yeah, and there's so little resource for dad. And so my goal in this was what conversations are we not having with dads that we should? And your study fit completely in that. And we have a lot right. of moms who listen as well. So they can, you know, it's a chance for mom to recognize, hey, something isn't right. Um, and yeah. it, it was funny when I shared your study, I, somebody laughed when I shared the study and they go, well, that isn't possible because their body isn't doing anything. Right. Right. And I think that there are and, you know, that is a common that's what I mean, and there, there are hormonal changes that happen that are specific to women during childbirth, obviously, that contribute to feelings of depression. Men go through hormonal changes um, during the transition to parenthood too. I mean, they're different, but their hormonal—I mean, their hormones change also when they become parents. And but I think that you know, beyond that, the situational. Um, like this, just the experience of being a parent is it, it affects the whole household. It doesn't just affect mom. I certainly don't want to take away the message that postpartum depression screening for women is super important, and the prevalence rates for women are, you know, it's outrageous that we've known about this for so long, and that we talk we've talked about it for so long, and that moms are still struggling. Um, there is way more that we can do in that space. And I certainly don't want to take attention away from, from what moms go through, but to add to that conversation as a parallel conversation about how fathers struggle too. So what can we do to support the whole family? Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm so thankful that Dr. Chang was able to join us today on Positively Dad and share this really, really, really important information. You know, dads, we can't ignore it. Dads, if you feel like you're going through some sort of postpartum depression, then seek help. The challenge is men are more likely to not do that. Men are more likely to go internal. Men are more likely to go, I'm a man, I've got it, and let me just suck it up. And that doesn't offer any help to you or your family. So if you feel like you're going through something, then please seek help. And the question is, how do you know? So what, what most doctors do is they've looked at the symptoms of moms who experience postpartum depression, and they've assigned those to dads as well. So here are some things to think about, right? Are you suffering any of this? And if you are, then probably go talk to somebody about it, right? Are you struggling to sleep? Or maybe you're sleeping a lot. Have you gained a lot of weight? Or have you lost a lot of weight, like rapidly? Um, are you getting really angry and you're not sure why? You know, you're blowing up at the kids or at your partner or, or at work or something and you just don't know where it's coming from. Do you, do you feel hopeless sometimes? Like you just don't know what to do. Um, thinking about death or suicide a lot, that's a big warning sign. Do you struggle to concentrate and pay attention? And, uh, do, or, or do you ever just feel wiped out? You're just completely exhausted all the time. And if that's something that you're experiencing then do yourself and your family a favor and go and seek help. See, the challenge is, though, that your natural tendency is likely to be like, I got it. I'll get it figured out. And then men are much more likely to go and, say, hang out with the guys and grab a beer and use that as the way to cope. And certainly drinking alcohol or doing drugs or, or things like that is not the way to cope with something like this. Look, the truth is, if you have a strong desire to be an amazing father and an amazing partner, 
then you must take care of you. You have a responsibility to take care of you and seek out help. It's not a problem. It's okay. So let's transition now into uh, something that, well, gosh, people tell me all the time, is their absolute favorite part of Positively Dad. And that is the Kids Corner. This is where uh, my daughter Naomi, she's a first grader, will come on and share with you her thoughts on whatever it is she's thinking about. And and today I asked her, I said, what would you like to talk about? Well, you know, we have something big going on in our family, something real big. And that is that next year, Naomi gets to go to a new school. She gets to do second grade at a new school. And as we talked about the things we talked about today with dad, any type of change is going to impact you. And there's some things she's nervous about, and there's some things that she's excited about. And so what she decided to do today was to share with you kind of her thoughts about what's going on as she's learned that she's going to go to a new school. So here we go. Here's Naomi with the Kids Corner. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids Corner with your host, Naomi. Hi, I'm Naomi, and welcome to the Kids Corner. Today we're going to talk about what I did when, well, my dad already told you about they're going to a new school, so I cried about it. My friends are going to be there, so it's going to be fun, but sometimes it might be sad, and I don't know what my teacher's like yet. My dad says um, today we are going over there to see what it's like over there, so... When, I go, when I'm going to look at it, here's how it's going to make me feel. Happy! And I'm a little bit nervous, so that's okay, right? Your kids get nervous, parents get nervous, dogs, cats, everybody gets nervous. That's it for Miss Grimmer. Have a great day. Bye. Good job, Naomi. I'm proud of you. It was a tough conversation. It was. She was sad. And, um, and, you know, we look at the things that are sad and we look at the things that are happy. And I'm proud of her for sharing it with you, right? Because that was something that she just experienced recently and it was on her mind and she thought she'd share it. And a lot of lessons in there too for you. In fact, it'd probably be a pretty good podcast someday to talk about when you move and when you change and, and when school changes and you get new neighbors and all that kind of stuff. We could probably do a podcast on that someday as well. Hey, we want to thank you and honor you for listening to Positively Dad. We do appreciate it. We're so thankful for everyone who listens. If you would, would you give us a review wherever it is that you listen, whether it's on iTunes or Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, um, uh, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen. A review would be great. Any number of stars you want to give us would be great. We'd appreciate it. And would you follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Positively Dad. You can email me too, james at positivelydad.com. And then we have a blog that's on the website, positivelydad.com. So check it out. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week on Positively Dad. Bye-bye.